Welcome to the Bird's Eye View Podcast. I'm Jeff McLean here along with Les Bowen. Good to be here. <laughs> and we're after a really good, uh, wonderful evening. For the <laughs> yeah. And Don, Paul Domowich, uh we're at the uh, Lincoln Financial Field. Domo. Bonjour. Yeah, bonjour. bonjour. Yeah, okay. Well, we're trying to introduce ourselves. We're trying to get, make you guys understand uh, who's saying <laughs> what and who's who. Although I think you guys, most of you guys really know who we are at this point. You I can exaggerate my southern accent if you'd like. You've been on TV for a very long time, yeah, less as of you, Damo. Um, okay, we're down here at the Lincoln uh, Financial Field where the Eagles finished their first preseason game, and they lost, right, 27-10? to 10. Indeed. It was that an, was not the headline. It was an ugly one. The headline, less uh, you got into your story. Nate Sudfeld, broken wrist, broken left wrist. He's going to have surgery on Friday morning. They'll know a little more then, but to me, sounds like probably six to eight week, week uh, injury. First off, let's talk about that. Talk about the injury and what that right. means for for Nate, and then what does that mean for the Eagles? I guess. Well, it's fascinating to think about, you know, the butterfly effect here or whatever. Uh, so they're not going to have Nate Sudfeld for the rest of this preseason. We know that. They have Clayton Thorson and Cody Kessler, and of course Carson Wentz. Well, after watching this tonight. Do you play Carson Wentz? No. In any of these preseason games? You know, Doug Peterson kind of danced around that and suggested that it wouldn't change his plans, but we don't know that his plans included playing Carson Wentz in the preseason. And I just don't, uh, you know, and so you're left with Kessler and Thorson. Thorson was two for nine for seven yards tonight, and that was, uh, you know, I must have missed the two that he completed. Every pass <laughs> I saw was either straight into the ground or into the arms of a, of a Titan. Uh, I don't know how they get through this preseason if they don't sign another quarterback just as an arm. Well, you know? yeah, they're yeah. certainly going to sign another quarterback. But my question is, do you sign someone that you think is just going to step in and be the number two? Or do you sign someone just to be a camp arm? And my guess is that they'll probably just do the camp arm now, Damo, because yeah. you're going to wait until something shakes out probably later. Right. Yeah, As we get closer I, I, to cut I down agree. Day. I agree. I mean, they obviously when they signed Cody Kessler, I mean, I'm not a he's the nicest guy in the world, but I'm not a big coach. You know, I, I don't know that I want him as my backup with a quarterback who's been hurt four years in a row uh, going back to college. But they obviously believe Cody Kessler is capable of being the backup. He's got 12 starts in his career, uh, so I don't think they're going to do anything yet. Now, a week from now, they might say, you know what? We need to go out and get somebody. We need to go out and sign, see if Sam Bradford wants to come out of retirement or, or go get somebody with experiences uh, that they feel more c comfortable with as a backup. I, You know, this is kind of what I've been writing from my practice ob observations, if you guys are reading them on Inquire.com. I mean, that these, oh, yeah. these guys are brutal. Yeah, I'm sure you guys have been reading them. But uh, hopefully the guys at home are. Um, Kessler's not good. He was 3 of 6 for 12 yards. Yeah. 56.2 passer rating thorson had a 0. 0.0 yeah. what is that that's like what's that from animal house man yeah uh, dean wormer said it to a bluto less yeah yeah i think that's right <laughs> that was that was that bluto's grade point <laughs> average it was double but he ended up being a senator, <laughs> double secret so, probation yeah. can we put thorson on double secret probation <laughs> I, I mean, uh, Jesus, uh, I've never seen um, a quarterback that bad at this level. And, and and I've said that in terms of what we've seen at camp. I've yeah, never seen a quarterback that bad in camp. This isn't like we, you know, he's been having a good camp and he just laid an egg tonight. I mean, we've seen it for a week, right. two weeks now, where he just hasn't looked 
very good in camp. So I, yeah, I, Doug blamed it on nerves, but I just can't. Uh, you know, we, yeah. we, unless he's been nervous every day of training camp, uh, and they really need to get him some Ativan or something. Uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how you use this guy. And he, the way he looked tonight, if you use him in other preseason games, how are you going to evaluate the receivers? You know, he can't hit them. Mm. <laughs> At least the way he looked tonight, he can't hit them. I mean, it's just a – I think it's a huge uh, issue that's kind of rearing its head here is how they get through the preseason. I don't think there's somebody out there that you could just snap in here and know the Eagles offense and – and you know Sam Bradford. Well, go ahead. I don't know that he knows Doug's offense that well. You know. I, no, I mean I'm I'm kind of um, being facetious, but I, I just it, it's it's a it's going to be fascinating to see how this plays out and what it uh, means to the Eagles' season. It's and, funny with, uh, <laughs> I mean, look, they got Carson Wentz, so this is all, you know, yeah, in case it, of right, emergency. Exactly. But remember when the Eagles, all they could brag about is our abundance of riches at the quarterback position. Right. And you and you, they had them. They had Wentz. Yeah. They had the best backup in the NFL, and they seemingly had the best number three guy who was ready to become the backup right. guy. Now all of a sudden it's Wentz. Okay, you're good there, but nothing after that. You know, in a, in a lot with a lot of teams. Let's say this was New England. This would be a non-story almost because yeah. you know Brady's not going to get hurt pretty much unless something fluky happens. But it's not New England. It's it's a quarterback that, for all his gifts and mm-hmm. talents, has been hurt four years in a row going back to college. I mean, there's just – you don't know what's going to happen. You, you can't – they can't have confidence that he's going to stay healthy, which means they've got to make damn sure that they have a backup that can step in and at least, you know – do a decent job. Yeah, because we're looking at probably a month is my yeah. guess. I don't know, whatever has it. Into, into the season. Into the season, though, at least. And, and maybe you can survive um, that, four, that four weeks. Yeah. But and, and I don't know who's out there. Who's out there besides Sam Bradford uh, or you know, Colin Kaepernick's not going to happen. And I'm not saying that because I don't think he's a competent enough backup quarterback. I just think the Eagles don't want to bring that here. And the thing is, if they wait, you know, you could wait. They could wait until the cuts. And yeah. The, pro- the problem free. is you sign somebody then, they're starting from square right. one and learning your offense. Uh, and, as and, opposed and what to, you need them for is the first yeah, month of the season exactly. when they're not going to be useful They wouldn't at all. know the offense. Yeah. And look how long birdie, it's taken Cody Kessler to learn. A little birdie sent me a text that the Eagles maybe should look into Josh Johnson, who played yeah. four games last year for the Redskins, and I think he won. He started out great, and mm-hmm. then uh, by the fizzle. time he got to the Eagles uh, game, he was horrible. He was. But, uh, yeah. you know, it, but, but, but not, again, but not, you're not, you're not, not going to get – terrible. There are no more Nick Foles out there. You know, that was lightning in a bottle. You're never going to see that again. Uh, yeah. You know, I, that's why I didn't kill them this offseason when they didn't go after a veteran backup. You know, the, the, the field wasn't that much better than it looks right now. Well, <laughs> and, and veteran quarterbacks weren't going to come here. Right. Because, again, you had Carson right. here, right? So you have a yeah. bona fide franchise quarterback. So you're not going to be able to compete for at least a one spot. And re- and then you're not going to be handed the number two spot because they, they want to make mm-hmm. Nate Sudfeld um, earn that job. So that really took them out of play on, an, yeah, on, I on guess. guys I, like I don't totally agree with that. Hill, uh, guys like uh, – why? What do you, because you're dealing with Wentz, who has yet to play in a preseason, who's been hurt constantly. So if you, if you're a guy you're looking at this that was that was was could have come here, you're looking at a situation and saying, hey, you know, this guy might get hurt again, and I might be, you know, there's a good chance I'll be the starter. I'm I'm just saying that it, it, if it, it's a better situation 
than some other places. Well, I was thinking like the Blake Bortles and the Tannenhills who who went to play like Tannenhill, yeah. for instance, played tonight. Yeah, like Mariota isn't really kind of. He didn't yeah. sign a long-term contract. Yeah. Like, you know, Carson, they knew what yeah, it was. It's conceivable that Tannehill can end up beating out Mariota. Right. It's not likely, but it's conceivable. It would never it's happen It's inconceivable here. here. Yeah. Right. That was my yeah. – yeah. But – and also, they didn't want to pay anybody a lot of money yeah. uh, to back up Carson Wentz. Partly year. because they were anticipating the signing of, right. Uh, right. of the ex- his extension, and, and they needed to make sure they had this all figured out spa- uh, cap space-wise. I mean, I thought Sudfeld looked pretty good tonight. Um, I mean, he had some really good throws. Obviously, yeah, the touchdown yeah. pass to, uh, to Michelle, 75-yarder, mm-hmm. you know, threw it on a rope. There were a couple other passes that he'd probably like to have back, um, but he did hit Goddard uh, several times, three passes, mm-hmm. uh, three catches for 50 yards. I think he had a nice throw to uh, J.J. Les, give us the cor- uh, correct pronunciation of uh, JJ's last name. Arthega Whiteside. Ay, yeah, yeah. Nice pass on third down to JJ. Um, so, I mean, yeah, again, Sudfield, my evaluation of him would have been like if you needed him for more than two games, if Carson went down, then you're probably going to be in trouble. Mm-hmm. Two games, he may be able to get you one or two wins there. Yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, there, he did some good things today. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. So, but and he, the good news for the Eagles is he's not going to be out for the whole entire season. Yeah. Uh, we do have to talk about uh, some of the other stories now. Look, number one, there weren't a lot of stories because most of the main guys didn't play. The Eagles basically sat all of their offensive yeah. starters, whether they were <laughs> injured or whether they were healthy. On the defensive side of the ball, pretty much the same thing. We did see Malik Jackson. We did see Andrew uh, Sandejo. Um, who I guess technically is a starter right now yeah. with Rodney McLeod. Of mm. those guys, I'm going to throw Jordan Howard in there. I'm going to throw uh, Miles Sanders in there. And I'm going to throw uh, Holly Pulivati Vitae mm. in there because Zach he's going to Brown, start. I guess you could throw. Yeah, in there, who, of those guys, who do you think kind of stood out? Wow. Sandejo? <laughs> Sandejo had, had a couple yeah, plays. Yeah, he had a couple had nice a plays. Yeah. That was real yeah. Nice. yeah. 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 I, you know, I, I, there's no one else that. Uh, that I, I can think of out of that group that really, you know, Sanders had a, a few plays early that that he had a, he, that, you know, he didn't break anything, but no. I mean, he looked sick. he looked confident. Yeah, I, and Howard had a nice run, I think, on his first carry. Yeah. Uh, Big V looked shaky to yeah. me actually. There was one play where Sanders got nothing because Big yeah. V got thrown on on his ass. Now, he might have tripped over somebody. You can't tell until you see mm. the film on that. And then there was a a blitz pickup. Uh, that Sanders said there was a miscommunication problem. I'm not sure if it was him. Yeah. I mean, typically somebody's got to get someone in line yeah. there. Yeah. And yeah. there were two free guys, and Sanders had to pick one of them, and Big V had nobody to block. And yeah. uh, and Sudfeld right. got sacked on third down. Yes. Um, there were some uh, unheralded guys. I, w- I guess not unheralded guys. Let's say Dillard Robert and Mylotta looked just fine. Yeah. You know, they didn't do anything extraordinary, but they really. Uh, Particularly Dillard. Yeah. They, you know, they were, they held down their side. <laughs> Yeah, I thought Dillard looked looked pretty yeah. good. Uh, he did go against the first team uh, mm-hmm. right end on his side. Mylotta maybe not as good as Dillard, yeah. but uh, you know it wasn't like yeah. this kid's completely yeah. lost out there. Um, what about some of the guy the roster bubble guys? I mean, there's one guy that really stood out. Yeah. Who? Mark and Michelle. Michelle. Uh, what about Deshaun Hall? Um, yeah, he, he yeah, left for a he little while, a but few he nice came plays, back. especially yeah. given that Josh Sweat didn't distinguish himself. Now he was playing against Taylor Lewan the, the entire first half, who is going to be suspended. So they gave him as many snaps as they could. But, um, you know, I mean, he's – you know, that, that's going to be – that that fourth 
defensive end uh, situation is going to be interesting, and and so is that fifth and sixth or fifth or sixth wide receiver. Uh, that's situation. and that's a Pro Bowl left tackle too. Yeah, that's what I mean. So that's yeah, why, I mean that's why you've got to kind of give Sweat a pass mm-hmm. uh, for but, that. But overall, I know we were looking at deep subs and a lot of guys who aren't going to be on the team. But the defense looked like looked terrible tonight. Uh, you know, I just felt like uh, I wanted to see more. I wanted to see more pass rush, even from reserves. I wanted to see some coverage. Uh, linebackers getting beat on short routes yeah. to, to the end zone over and over again. Nate Jerry, Look, who's going to play he, he gave up on a this touchdown. team. Yeah. L.J. Fort gave up yep, a touchdown. Yep. So uh, not a good yeah. night for the linebackers. No, yeah, and, and you're worried about the linebacker depth. Yeah, yeah. I guess the cor- you know, two cornerbacks were Sidney Jones and Russell Douglas. They started. They got them out of there pretty quickly. Yeah, they, they played okay. They, they didn't give up anything. No. Yeah, I wasn't seeing anything. Was cr- but then they the, were out. So the same with Avante yeah. Maddox. So it's very hard to evaluate those guys. But I think you do uh, raise a good point, both of you, about the linebacker situation. Um, Jeremiah McKinnon gave up a touchdown where he had great position and just had no sense that the ball was coming. The ball almost went through him to the receiver. <laughs> Uh, you linebacker know, things like that. Though. I mean, linebacker I know Jeremiah safety, yeah. McKinnon's not, you know, a prominent guy, but you want to see – you're playing against other teams' third stringers. You want to see the Eagles' third stringers look like they uh, they can hold their own, you know? Right. So, if Gurry's going to be in the roster, if LJ Force going to be in the roster, uh, you worry about the depth you there. Sure do. And then at safety, you worry about – I mean, I didn't think Countess looked very good, and I didn't, I didn't think Trey no. Sullivan looked very good. Nope. Sandejo no. looked pretty good. Yeah. But, but those two guys yeah. – who have been on NFL rosters. Trey had a, kind of a prominent role later last yeah. year. He was a third safety. We didn't see uh, Cyprian. He was out there. And, he yeah. was out there. I didn't see him. You know, eh, maybe something here or there. Yeah. I mean, this is, Schwartz is going to have to be – I mean, right now it looks like he's going to have to be kind of a little bit clever and innovative with, right. with and downplay the linebackers as much as possible, oh, with yeah. the exception of yeah. Nigel Bradham, and work kind of work around it. Especially in sub packages. Uh, yeah, how many corners can you play? Is there a league rule? Can you play like eight? You know, we'll, well find we, out. I mean, I mean, are they going to ever play B? I mean, obviously, it's dependent upon the team you're playing. Yeah. You're, you're you're matching up against what they put out there in terms of personnel. But yeah, wow, if he's got an opportunity to to throw um, five defensive or six defensive backs out there, you're going to do it if you're Jim yeah. Schwartz because yeah. you just want to you want to keep the linebackers off the field and with no Camus out there, Camus Grugier Hill. Um, you're, you're missing a guy who can mm-hmm. cover. And uh, I don't know if Zach Brown can cover. Yeah, we, we saw a little no, bit of him no. tonight, but not strictly enough. Really. A, he's strictly a run linebacker, yeah. first down linebacker. What about some of the receivers? We mentioned uh, Michelle. With obviously. the quarterbacking we saw, it was really hard, like I said, to evaluate receivers. Well, you the know. thing about Mich- Michelle is he, he's, he's, he, he not only had a good, you know, that big catch, but Charles Johnson uh, suffered a foot injury. We don't know how serious mm-hmm. that is, but that's, you know, that's one of the guys he needs to beat out to uh, win a roster spot. Another one is Matt Collins, who did not play it tonight. Right. Now, I don't know if they're just still waiting for him to get completely healthy from this newest injury or if he tweaked it again. I mean, we'll find out, I guess, on Saturday. He was out there warming up, so yeah. I guess he's – I think he's all right. Just but I did expect him, him yeah. to get him out there uh, yeah. and do something with him. The Eagles didn't do much on the ground. 17 carries for 37 yards, 2.2 average. Josh uh, Adams had a fumble. Yeah, he really Um, did. The best run might have been from Wendell Smallwood when he ran over a linebacker and hurt him. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. but, you know, that, that's what Smallwood is. He can do that, but he can't do anything beyond five yards half the time. Well, the receivers, you're talking about the receivers. The only uh, – Goddard and, and Josh Adams were the only receivers yeah. with as many as three catches. 
And after that, you know, it. And Adams's catches, well, he made the most of them. He bobbled they one were, of them. Yeah, right. the, and they were just little. He's not a receiver. He's yeah. a guy, you know, like leading rusher last year for the Eagles. Yeah. And you wonder if he's going to be the 53 on the 53 man roster. And part of that is just that he doesn't have enough versatility. If you ask me, he can't even. He doesn't play on special teams. Yeah. So yep. you, can you can you even dress him on game days unless he's going to be the lead tailback? And with Sanders, and what I got from talking to both Howard and Sanders after the game, that was my story. Um, and just watching the way they used them, I think you're going to see pretty much those two rotating in and out on most. I mean, obviously Sproles and Clement when they get back will be yeah, part, that'll of, be part interesting of the rotation. To see. But yeah. I think I think you're going to see 50-50 split between those guys in terms mm-hmm. of this, if you're. Yeah, talking but about I, this. I think it'll be a situational difference, though. Uh, kind of like Sanders even a Jaya, yeah, even a Jaya and who, who wasn't a great pass catcher, but. You know, they used Blunt more on first down. They used Ajayi on second down and, and some third. Uh, I think you'll see that same kind of situation. Yeah. Tonight it was the, he said that they was like, you know, Howard got the first series and he got the yeah. third, he got the second and Howard then got the third series. But Sanders came out on third down, I think, for most of the time. Yeah. And, you know, while he, that blitz pickup was kind of a screw-up, whether it was his or v, Big V's or the centers or whoever, yeah. um, Sanders did block his guy. Yeah. Uh, for the most part. That's going to be the key for him. I mean, Deuce isn't going to let him out there unless they're comfortable that he's not going to let Carson Wentz get hurt. So the one highlight was the 75-yard touchdown pass. Yep. The second highlight oh. was – what do you guys think? What am, what am I thinking of? Second highlight. Jake Elliott. Oh, the 53-yard field, yard field goal. Yeah. <laughs> That's about as good as a guy for the Eagles. Well, I thought you were going to say Donnell Pumphrey's 21-yard kickoff return. <laughs> uh, I don't – I know, it's getting late, but, like, these preseason games are worthless. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just terrible. Well, you see Sudfeld get hurt in something like this, and you really – Yeah. You think it about – It reinforces things. Yes, it sure does. I mean, if you got I, – I really think as we get toward the collective bargaining negotiations – the 18-game season is a huge chip. That the, the, There's a lot that the players want economically that they just aren't going to get because the league has no incentive to give it to them unless they agree to the 18-game season. Yeah. You could put in two uh, bye weeks. You could eliminate preseason games or have one preseason game and have like two of these joint practice things like yeah. the Eagles are going to do with the Ravens in a couple weeks. And, you know, you could shorten this whole – Except, ridiculous mess yeah except uh, you know it's just so hypocritical though if they agree to that because if you recall we go back two three four years when d smith was just mm-hmm. talking about how we're, we're not gonna yeah we're not gonna get a, a you know we you're seeing what's happening to players the more games they play in in sure. this and yet they're gonna basically say okay you give us more money we'll do it but a dozen years ago players played a lot more in the preseason yeah, you know, I mean, you can get a concussion in the preseason as er, as easily as you can the regular season. I think if you take that out of there, you know, I think I don't think you're changing the equation that much. Money for most talks. Guys. Money well, they're talks. Gonna be, they're going to be playing a lot more snaps. Yeah. yeah. You know, money talks. Yeah. Get them exactly. to expand the roster. I mean, money talks. Know, yeah, if they can get them to give them more a bigger piece of that pie. Yeah. Then you know, there's been there's been crazy it. talk about limiting the number of games you, know, you play 18 that would games be chaotic it would yeah i don't see how that's even manageable but you could but. certainly make the rosters bigger right and make it a little less uh incumbent on everybody to play you know every snap oh, great honeyman great hundred man rosters and <laughs> no, 65 man rosters and two, two bye weeks give at least give guys a, t- a chance right. to recuperate and stuff so there, there's ways they'll agree to it because like you said 
It's all about the dollar. Great. A longer, the season, season, has a longer just, season for us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the preseason has just gotten un, 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 yeah. undoable. It's yeah. just uh, it, it doesn't work for anybody. And Doug didn't play, you know, again, this is the first time he really didn't play this many healthy players. Yeah. And, you know, for the fans that came here tonight, this was awful. Yeah. This was crap. You know, I mean, the, the Titans played a lot of their starters. Yeah. And – they dominated the game, and you didn't see much. If you were, if you even if you came to watch Miles Sanders, he carried the ball three times. And, and here's the thing: this is, I mean, it was deceptive. He knew Tuesday that they weren't. Right. He wasn't going to play these guys. He wouldn't tell us that because they wanted people because, to be yeah, here. They, yeah. The immediate family would be the only people in the stands if they if they told us on Tuesday that none of the starters were going to play. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> it's like it's just about. I mean, this is yeah. um, almost cynical. I think about the way the team is handling oh, yeah. Um, yeah. their fans. Don't get me started on that because there's <laughs> been several things. Yeah, that, that would um, take another five podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, the, that about wraps it up here. Um, please, a uh, uh, little couple promos here. Reader stuff at inquire.com slash eagles. Um, I mean, there's been a lot of great stories since no, I'm not trying to pat ourselves on the back, but certainly our columnists and some of the other people that aren't in this room have been contributing a lot to our Eagles coverage. And, and for my dollar, and hopefully your dollar, if you're subscri subscribing, um, it's the best Eagles coverage in the city. Uh, if you do want to um, get our early birds newsletter, uh, please uh, join up. Uh, that's at uh, what inquire.com slash early birds. And also sub subscribe. Um, it'll, be in, it'll be in your email box tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning. Paul Domowicz is doing that for you. And also subscribe uh, at uh, inquire.com um, or, if you want, home delivery. Yeah. Subscribe at home. Jeff will actually bring the <laughs> I used to deliver papers. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Oh, I didn't deliver the inquire though. And if my paper boy is out there somewhere, get my paper to me before 7 o'clock, please. <laughs> All right. Well, for, uh, for Les Damo, I'm Jeff McLean, and this is the Bird's Eye View Podcast. We'll talk to you next time.